Welcome to the Tuning In Podcast, where we talk alignment, intuition, and our internal guidance system. We cover woo-woo topics in an approachable and practical way. I'm your host, Dana Evans of Alignful.com. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Tuning In Podcast, episode 77. And today, I'm just going to get right into the episode. We are in a new month, and it is March. Hmm. So February, for me, was a little nutty. And it's so interesting. My friend and I were talking about this the other day where January feels like a long month and then February feels like a short month and it goes by quickly. But I looked at the calendar and there are three days fewer in February, but there are the same number of weeks. So there were four full weeks in February, four full weeks in January, and yet January seemed to move slowly and February moved quickly. I don't know if any of you experienced that, but I did. And February, I traveled once and then someone was here. And in between was, oh my gosh, as I'm talking to you, I'm just going to share. I'm looking out the window. There are two hawks, right? Flying outside of my window, circling on the hunt. Oh, I love little nudges and signs of animal medicine. But anyway, just some real life things here. As I was in February and having all these things going on in between, I was definitely feeling this hustle mode, this like, got to get all this work done before I leave for a trip. And then I got back from the trip because I was gone for 10 days and I was like, oh, I got to catch up so that I can get ready for my friend to visit. And I was like getting the house ready, trying to get work done. It was just a lot. And then the friend visited and it just felt like a lot of energy, especially considering I've hardly traveled or seen friends. So it was intense. And amidst all of this, I started feeling this nudge, just kind of quiet at first, but I started feeling this nudge of like, "Mm, I think that, or rather I feel that I should give up alcohol for the month of March. Now, this is a little weird for me. It's not a practice that I do of like giving up alcohol for a month at a time. I often will do it for maybe a week or not have alcohol during the week and have it on the weekends or all sorts of random things. But the last like lengthy period of time that I didn't drink alcohol was I think in 2019, where I was doing a hormone test and I had to do a liver cleanse. And it was like, I think I did 16 days without alcohol. And before that, it was when I did the whole 30, which we did for a month. So all that to say is, I think it's a wonderful practice, but it's just not something that I'm drawn toward (laughs) or I had been drawn toward in the past. And in fact, in January, I was having like, envy because all these people were doing dry January. And it was like this big thing. And I felt like guilt, like I should do dry January. But one thing I have learned, one thing I have learned along this path of mine, especially when I'm tuning in is not to do things just because everyone else is doing them and not to force them and to allow my own divine timing to shine through. 
This used to be something that came through a lot is I used to do a lot of cleanses. I was very, very, very into nutrition. In fact, I have a nutrition certification and I was very into clean eating and doing a lot of cleanses. And that was like a thing. I was like, okay, I'm, I would pre-schedule, I am doing a cleanse and then I would do it. And sometimes the cleanse would be super easy and sometimes it would be super hard. And upon reflecting on why a cleanse was easy or hard, I started to connect the dots that it actually had more to do with the timing and the energy behind starting the cleanse versus the actual cleanse. So once I started to realize that, I now only do any sort of like diet program. (laughs) I say diet as in like the way in which I eat, not like a diet plan, but I only do any sort of diet change if it feels inspired, light, and easy. And if not, I don't do it because that means my mind is thinking I should do it because it's assuming something is wrong or bad. And so I would be doing it then based upon judgment versus if it feels exciting and light and easy and like inspired It means my inner voice is guiding me to do that because it knows that it is going to be aligned for me. You see the difference? And can you look at different times in your life where you've had maybe an easy experience, maybe giving up a food or shifting a way you eat versus a really challenging one that feels like an uphill battle? And I've I've experienced this with all sorts of things. I mean, it's just sometimes, and it happens, coffee is such a great example. It happens a lot. Is like, sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm done with coffee for now. And that will sometimes be because the coffee doesn't taste good all of a sudden, or it's making me super jittery like it was during the sloth experiment, or I'm craving something else instead of coffee. And it's just, it's a lot easier to operate this way. I don't have to be like, I will do three cleanses this year in June October and January. No, instead I live my life. I eat in a way that feels good. And then as I'm nudged in one direction or the other, I follow the nudges. And so here we are with the alcohol. I was like, oh, I don't really want to do this. The mind was like actually truthfully feeling a little concerned about giving up alcohol. Like the mind had a whole story about this. So I was noticing the nudges in February and I'm like, all right, like, okay, maybe I will. I was kind of warming up to the idea. And then my friend visited and it was also my birthday weekend. So my birthday and I had a friend here for four days and let's just say we had more alcohol than I normally drink. I normally have, I drink regularly, but usually one drink max two. So I don't have a ton of alcohol, but I have it regularly. She doesn't drink alcohol regularly, but when she does, she drinks a lot more than I do. And so over the weekend, I was like, whoa, I've had more drinks than I normally have. I definitely could feel that. And so interesting is I'd been guided to release alcohol. And I wasn't totally sure, but I was opening to the idea. And then my month, I still hadn't decided the month of February ended with what? 
overconsumption of alcohol, (laughs) which is such a natural and easy way to say, oh, you know, I overdid it. And so now I don't really feel like having a lot of alcohol anyway. So I thought, oh, how interesting that it ended that way. And it made it really easy to then enter into the new month without alcohol. And as I record this, I'm only on day three. It's only March 3rd as I'm recording. And I've just really enjoyed my deep sleep. I've enjoyed that it's felt easy and just light. That's different. Sometimes I'm like, I don't want to have alcohol week. And every day of the week is like a struggle. But what I believe is things aligned as they do when you're in tune with your inner voice so that this process would feel easy and light for me this time. And so it is. I'm so happy and grateful and at ease and the timing feels right. Like I don't have any engagements coming up in March. And what I was kind of shown from my inner voice is I have something that I'm doing in April that I am not going to share with you all yet. But what was really clear to me was I need to slow down in March, clean up my energy, and come back to myself. Especially because like January, I hit the ground running. It was like, whoo, came out of the sloth experiment, had all this energy, all these projects, go, go, go. And then February was a very social and like catch up, like kind of a rushed month. And now March, as I'm ending Q1, I'm just being nudged to slow down, right? Tune in and come back to self. So I've declared it. My mind has taken what the inner voice has guided me toward. And my mind's like, it's health month. So that includes, of course, I'm not creating any rigid structure around this because that is not really what my inner voice wants. But what I've been guided toward is things like obviously no alcohol, and then doing more of my practices. So dry brushing, oil massage, getting back into my face cleansing routine every evening, and then my face dry brushing every morning. And even recently, I've been guided to do morning walks by myself. So I take walks every day with John, but those, interestingly, haven't been as enjoyable to me. And I'm like, huh, what's this about? Well, now that the sun is out earlier in the morning and I'm up, I realize, oh, my body wants to just go out alone and walk. So I've been doing early morning walks. Oh, this morning again, I was out walking and I saw another hawk swoop by me and I felt so connected. And I have to end up like skipping on those walks because I'm by myself in my own energy. So that's included. Baths. Oh, I really need some baths. That feels really good. My movement practices. I signed up for a four-week Bowspring course that's every Friday that I'm going to be like having movement and just moving my body in ways that feel good. And then I don't know what else. Maybe some breath work. Maybe some more meditations. I love doing evening meditations. And journaling and reading. None of this is like anything profound. And a lot of these things are already part of my practices. But 
what I just feel called to do is slow down a little bit and tap back in. This is life. We are always ebbing and flowing. And the speed that I jumped into 2021 was really intense after the depth and slowness of the end of 2020, right? So I just felt just like, oh, I can slow down a little. And slowing down, it doesn't mean I'm not working. I'm still onboarding clients, one-to-one clients for the Insight program, coaching experience. And all of that is all still happening. In fact, I'm creating even more systems within my days so that I'm really using my time and energy really effectively. But it's just less of that rushed feeling and more coming back to self more slowing down, more tuning inward, more presence. That's what I've been called to. And releasing the alcohol for the month actually forces me to become more present. So I become present to my routines at the end of the day, right? I like to usually have a cocktail or a glass of wine to end my day and to start my evening. And I noticed like there's a little uneasiness around that time because my mind's like, well, if you're not having a drink, you may as well keep working. (laughs) But my inner voice is like, no, there's a million ways to transition. You can do your shuffle dance classes. You can go on a walk. You can read a book. You can make a cup of tea or have one of your delicious non-alcoholic beverages like the hop tea, hop water. and there's all of these other practices. You can take a bath. You can do a meditation. You can journal. You can draw on your iPad, do a little art project. Even do your face routine right at the end of your day before making dinner. There's so many ways. And so it's forcing me to be more present to how I'm feeling. And in fact, this morning, just two days without alcohol, I've had really deep restorative sleep. and. I felt like some bubbling up of emotions that had been lurking, right? It's easier to numb out our emotions when we have a distraction. So I felt those bubble up and I did some clearing last night and this morning I did some crying. And it's just like, oh, our systems are so amazing. Your inner guidance is so amazing. But usually we're too busy to listen. And I know that's happened to me. Like I was so busy all of February. I listened, but I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm ready for this. But the truth is my inner voice wouldn't guide me toward it if I wasn't ready, right? I wasn't guided toward it in January. I wasn't guided toward it in February. In fact, in January, I would have been more willing to do it because everyone else was. And it was like felt normal, but no, it wasn't my time. And now in March, it's just this desire. My inner voice is like, it's time to clean up your energy. Let's reset your container. I also find it very fitting that spring is coming. We've got the equinox coming this month and it just feels like I am doing some internal spring cleaning and preparing myself for April for the real full spring. I'm excited and grateful and I'll continue to share this journey because with something like that I'm committing to for a month, you know, I'm sure I'll feel different ways. But for now, that is my update. And I just wanted to share with you, like, here is a very simple and very practical utilization of the inner voice. 
Instead of following the herd and doing what everyone else is doing because I should, I waited for the divine aligned timing and let that guide me towards something. And because of that, it feels easy and light and everything aligns so that it was the perfect time for me to do that. That's how it works. That's how easy it can be when you start tuning in and listening, but you have to listen for the subtleties. One thing that I'll just end with is a reminder that your inner voice is not here to scare you or make demands of you or to be forceful and aggressive. That's like what the mind does, right? In fact, the inner voice desperately does not want to scare the mind. So your inner voice is only going to give you what you're ready to receive. And it's often a whisper, a gentle nudge, right? A little sign that shows you you're on the right path. And it's up to each of us to choose to slow down enough and listen or to be present when those signs come through because sometimes they're obvious and say, oh, there's something here. And then ask further questions about it so that you can really move forward with that guidance because you're always being guided by your inner voice. It is always within you. And we just ebb and flow whether we're tuned in or not. And at any time you can decide that you want to tune back in and then you can receive that guidance from little things like what to eat or is it time to give up coffee or do I want to release alcohol or do I need to make a phone call to a friend who showed up on my inner radar? All of that is possible with this inner guidance. Oh, I hope this story was helpful. I mean, just one to give you an update of what I'm up to. You'll see me talk about this more on Instagram over at Dana underscore Evans. And also just to show you how I tap into my inner guidance to make big and small decisions. This was not a mind-based decision. I mean, ultimately the mind decided to follow the guidance, but the mind didn't decide that I needed to do this. In fact, after I let that go in January, it was off my radar altogether until the nudges came from my inner voice. So as always, thank you for listening. And of course, if you want to go deeper into your own inner guidance and learn how to really tap into it and use it right now to start making decisions in your life and your business and all aspects of your livelihood, then let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram at Dana underscore Evans. Shoot me an email to Dana at Alignful.com. We can book a 30-minute call to talk more about whether the Insight coaching program is right for you or if one of my other offers is more of an aligned fit. And I would be just so excited to work with you if you're feeling that spark, that bubbling within, that nudge to go deeper and to come back home to yourself. Until next time, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for joining me on another episode of the Tuning In Podcast. As always, if this would resonate with anyone you know, please share the episode. You can follow along with my journey on Instagram at Dana underscore Evans or find me on my website at alignful.com.